Welcome to Beyond the Shire. My name is Jack Wolf. For today's adventure, we're going fishing. Let's go fishing. I grew up in northern Indiana, and we lived right beside the St. Joe River. And one of the things I liked to do as a kid was, well, go fishing. Now, I would not claim that I'm a great fisherman by any stretch, but if you've not been fishing, it's actually pretty fun. I would catch these little fish called bluegill, catfish, crappie. Now, in the South, they call them crappy. I frankly like crappie because it sounds, well, a little bit more appetizing. But let's fast forward. It's the year 2018, and I got a phone call from a great friend, and I was asked if I wanted to go to Alaska with him and go salmon fishing. And here was a little uh, kicker that he gave me on our phone conversation. He said, I want to let you know that I'm going to be paying for the entire trip. I'll never forget it. When we were at the airport, he suggested we get some good food from one of the vendors there to take on the plane with us. And while we were in line waiting to be served, he said to me, I want to be clear that I'm paying for everything on this trip. And all I could do was look him in the eye with a little misty tears in my eyes and say to him, thank you very much. And I received this gift from the Lord through your hands. I've received some generous things in my life from others. And while every gift is certainly of great value to anyone who receives a gift, this one actually blew me away. It kind of came into the category of exceedingly abundantly above all that we could think, imagine, or ask. That's out of Ephesians 3.20. Man, it was beautiful. Can I tell you something? Jesus has also paid for your entire trip. He's paid a price and given us everything that we need for this trip we're on. And he's called us to be his disciples and, as we're going to talk about it often, to be fishers of men. When we got to Alaska and checked in, we fished every day from these seaplanes or float planes for every day, more than seven days. And the things that I saw and experienced were amazing, to say the least. We were with a group of some other men, about 30 men, and I could tell that these men, well, were real fishermen. I felt a bit intimidated actually being around them as I watched them get prepared with all their gear and their special cool things that they had in their outfits. And I, I felt a little bit like Opie, this little kid who fished for simple things with his dad or brother or friends on the St. Joe River. We had a guide every day and our guide was like Daniel Boone or Davy Crockett. I mean, this guy was a real man and his job was to help people like me have a great time and catch a lot of fish. Now we would be gone all day. And while the sights we were seeing were amazing, and they would be great to see under any conditions, what we were really there for was, well, to catch fish. Imagine how boring it would have been if I just would have been traveling around with them, watching all of them fish and enjoying the sights, but not really catching any fish. After a while, I think it would have become a little like, hey, I want to get my pole in the water and catch something too. And so catching fish in Alaska, well, is fun. And it actually can be, well, a little dangerous. On the first day after we landed our seaplane, we walked out into this wild area and we found a stream to fish in that the guide said salmon were running in. And the guide could see them, but actually struggled to see them. But we got this orientation from him on what to do if a bear comes into our area. Number one, he said, well, don't feed the bears. If you've caught any fish, don't throw the fish at the bear because that's just going to make the bear, bear come closer. He said, leave your fish where they lie and walk away. Don't run away, walk away. And the guide informed us that they had plenty of bear spray and guns and then told us, go ahead, break up and start fishing. And then the guide said, I was standing right beside him. He said, well, I'm going to go explore some areas for us to fish in. 
and uh, I'll come back and, and, uh, and kind of bring everybody up to date on where we can go. So I asked the guide, is it okay if I go with you? And he said, sure, yeah, come along. Here was my strategy. Stay with the guy with the gun. <laughs> yeah, the main objective for us was to catch fish and to catch fish every day. This is the main objective, catching fish. And while there are plenty of sights to see, ice glaciers that we flew over, we saw bears and eagles and moose, and we saw them all. And while it was enjoyable, that's not our objective. I want you to imagine how much fun I would have had on this trip if all I really did was watch the guide catch fish or watch my friends catch fish, just tagging along and watching skilled men catch fish after fish after fish. That's not why we came. I came to fish too. Here's what Jesus said. He was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, and he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew, and they were casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. And at once they left their nets and followed him. I'm not sure what the disciples understood, but one thing is for certain, they knew they were going to be catching something. How exciting would it have been for the disciple of Jesus to follow him around and watch him do stuff and never really teach them anything? Maybe after a while, they would have said, hey, I thought we were going to be catching some stuff here. Do you know the Jesus movement grew from 12 to 72 pretty quickly? And I think it was about 90 days after Jesus called the 12 that grew to 72 for them to go door to door to try to catch some fish. He sent them out, didn't go with them. He sent them out to catch some fish. If we read the entire New Testament story about the church, it is not a story of some folks giving their hearts to the Lord and settling in to hear some good sermons, having some Bible studies, having some good fellowship and some dinners around the table and feel better about themselves knowing one day they're going to go to heaven. Is it good? Sure. Is it good news? Yes, of course it is. But that's not what Jesus called us to do. Yes, when we get to the back of the Bible, there's some amazing scenes of all believers gathering around this great table, spending time with each other and Jesus, our Savior. But for now, where we are now in this world that we live in, Jesus called us the same way he called the disciples. He wants you and I to be fishers of men, fishers of women. Here's the things Jesus said. Go heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Freely you have received and freely give. I know you feel like I do. The world is a mess. The condition of our own country is unbelievable. Everything being redefined, biblical values completely gone away. The, the principles of the kingdom disappearing so quickly. The purposes of God, what he's actually designed. And if you will, the fish are polluting the world that we live in. And they are fish like you and I are all fish that needed to be caught and cleaned. And you and I were caught and cleaned by the spirit of God. We are a new creation we are a brand new man. We are a, a new species, the species that God actually created us to be. Yeah, so we need more and more fishers of men, fishers of women. And yes, it is a bit dangerous out there. Peter told us there would be some bears, if you will, or roaring lions. He said, be alert, be sober-minded. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. 
There's nothing in the Bible that tells us our main objective is to find a good church and be fed, where worship is great and we have all the programming we desire. Yeah, that's maybe a little edgy, I suppose. Maybe you're going, wait, I'm a little offended by that. Do those things matter? Yes. And yes, those are all good things in church, but make no mistake about it. We are all called to be fishers of men, not watching leaders fish, not watching them cast their line in the water, but us involved, trained, skilled. To be candid with you, statistics tell us that instead of catching new fish, we're catching fish that have already been caught as we kind of move around to the fisheries, churches. And I understand it. I know it goes on. But I don't care what church you attend. I don't care the size of it. I just want to remind us and encourage us and inspire us that every person who calls himself a follower of Jesus Christ is called to be a fisherman, a fisherwoman, a fisherboy, a fishergirl. The reason that we gather is to sharpen our skills and our insights and our understanding, to gather out into the world and to catch new fish, to give them good news that Jesus wants to save them and wants to do something beautiful with their life, to clean them like you and I've been cleaned, to transform them into the new creation as the Bible tells us. I'd go back uh, from days of fishing. I would watch these skilled fishermen making their baits. Some used different things than others. They had a skill set. They knew what they were fishing for. They understood the nature of the fish. They understood why they were fishing. On my Alaska trip, I stayed in nice hotels in the evening. I ate some amazing food. I saw some beautiful things and had sweet fellowship with my friend who took me on this amazing Alaska trip. But that's not why we went to Alaska. We went to Alaska to catch fish. Some days were better than others. We saw some of our colleagues on the trip land some beautiful fish. Man, were they skilled. It was amazing to watch them. But you know what? I caught my share, and my friend and I brought back 50 pounds of salmon that we absolutely enjoyed, fish that were cleaned and just an amazing taste and flavor. You know what? I got a feeling if I had stayed in that area, I probably would have become even a better fisherman because hanging around skilled fishermen, well, can teach you some stuff. It was a great environment to be in. Let me stir you up. Let me challenge you. Let me fire you up. Behold, Jesus said, I will teach you to be fishers of men. Let's all get our lines in the water. Yes, keep an eye out for the bears, but keep fishing. One quick little last bear story. On one of our last days there, we were out fishing in this remote area. You know what? And and I was still a little scared and a little nervous when I first got there. But after a few days of fishing, I was still aware, but I relaxed myself a little bit, understanding that I was not there to just watch the bears, that I didn't get, you know, attacked or eaten or something kind of crazy. But we were there to fish. And so the guide helped us understand these things. And we were in this remote area. And there was a bear moving into our camp where we were. And the guide saw him first because he's kind of on the lookout. He sees, see, the bears can smell the fish and they want them. And we, but we were prepared. I was a little nervous at one point. And at one point I, I thought to myself, hey, let's get in the plane and get out of here. But we kept alert. We kept aware. And we kept fishing. And we caught a lot of fish in that spot. The guide knew what to do. The guide was looking out for us. 
and was able us to help us navigate the bears that were around us. And the bears were actually off into the distance, kind of watching, waiting for us to leave camp. The guide knew what to do. Can I tell you something? Jesus is our guide. He has given us power and authority. He is watching over us as we fish. He said he would be with us always. He would never leave us or forsake us. You and I see the effects of the power of darkness of some fish that really need to be cleaned. It was not, they're not what God designed them to be. They're not who God designed them to be. And that's why Jesus, when he called the first disciples, said, I'm going to teach you to be fishers of men, to reach out and save mankind from what the enemy wants to, to do, where the enemy wants to devour, where the enemy wants to destroy. But Jesus said, I have called you to be fishers of men, you and I, me, you, your neighbor, anybody that you go to church with. You know what? Let's all get our lines in the water. Let's sharpen our skills and learn how to fish. And let's help Jesus bring in the greatest harvest that the world has ever seen. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time.